all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Hey, welcome to another episode of Body of Christ Real Talk. 15 minutes of very important, awakening, relevant topic. Okay. I was, uh, the other day when I was, I, I was trying to send out this video that's dealing, it's like from this, uh, company called Buck Rakers. I explained what Buck Rakers were. These are journalists, investigative journalists that investigate the corruption and the fraud and all this stuff when it comes to the government and politics and everything like that. They are called Buck Rakers. They've been, their name was uh, uh, invented, I think, by Theodore Roosevelt, one of the Roosevelts. Truman Roosevelt, he was talking, maybe somebody was investigating him and he called them muck ruckers and stuff like that, muck rakers, or rackers, rakers. And the term has been used ever since, you know, and that's what they are, investigative journalists that, real journalists, I like to call them, that will get in the mud to find the dirt on corruption and politics and different entities and stuff like that, which is good. You have every few of those now but they're coming back very strong. Another one is Project Veritas that used to be uh, somewhat led by uh, James O'Keefe. But they want O'Keefe, they wind up firing O'Keefe when he exposed one of the top dogs of Pfizer, set him up in the restaurant. I don't know if you heard about that, but he exposed them because the guy got to get him drinking and got to run in his mouth and exposed the company himself, why they do what they do. Very powerful expose by Project Veritas. And all of a sudden, James O'Keefe was fired by his own Project Veritas. <laughs> wow. You tell me. Coincidence or what? Okay. All right. Okay. I was, I'm having a problem with my eyes now. I have bad eyes now because I, I can't see. I get these little floaters once in a while that I, I cannot type and I cannot see and I cannot look at nothing right. So that's what's going on in my eyes now. And uh, I got to keep them closed. So believe it or not, I'm talking to you with my eyes mostly closed until these floaters subside or go away and stuff like that because of my eye problem. Could have been what I just ate too, you know, being on this diet, but I don't know. But besides all that, I don't have 12 minutes to be talking about that. But when I was sending out these, uh, these this video to different people on uh, Facebook Messenger about this video about the uh, the trafficking with the kids and the youth and stuff like that. And I still haven't got no responses. I only got two responses. One a thumbs up and one uh, young lady that said she's going to look at it and stuff like that. And uh, then I got a third response from a program that I was involved in checking into 
that have for certain struggles and certain addictions you might be addicted to, got back in touch with me. And uh, his response was something like this. Now, I'm not saying there's nothing bad, but his response was, I already know what's going on around the world. Is this a spam? Or, yeah, is this a spam or whatever like that? Because I already know what's going on around the world. And that was his response. And then we had a back and forth. Not arguing, but, you know, and I and I went back to him and stuff like that. I told you, sir, I, I said, sir, I don't spam. I don't do nothing like that. But since he was had a friendship thing offline or part of the group and everything, I thought I, I would send him information. And, you know, and it went off from there. But that, it was cut short, you know. And, uh, well, anyway, that response when a person says that, that tells me they don't know what's going on around the world. <laughs> they hear it and don't hear it. And you got a lot of people out there that hear the news and don't do nothing with it or just let it go by. I'm not saying he's he doing that, but my point is those kind of responses tell me I already know what's going on around the world. First of all, hint, I didn't send him anything about what's going on around the world or the dangers of, of what's going on around the world. That specific video was based on one topic, children's trafficking. Children's trafficking. Now, what gets me, first of all, at least look at it. Unless you already see something like that, and you're just tired of hearing about it. I can get that, but I don't think this was this was the situation. That response just told me, like I believe the majority of people see this and will say the same thing. Man, I hear this all the time. I already know what's going on around the world. See, he didn't come back with the topic in hand, the children trafficking. He just came back. I already know what's going on around the world. Okay, good. But what do you feel about this specific particular topic? The reason I'm bringing this up is because the response of millions of people that's out there, they know, you know, not only from Sound of Freedom, but they know what's going on around the world. In other words, they know about the bad things that's going on around the world. But a lot of times, well, life goes on. And it does. Life goes on or whatever like that. Or some people have that, you know, it's nothing we can do about it. Anyway, it's whatever's going to happen. I have people close to me that say that, man. That's what well, you can't do nothing about it anyway. See, that's the attitude the majority of people have. Even a lot of Christians. I'm just going to wait around. The Lord got it in his hands and stuff like that. And when a believer says that, it turns me off because who do you to sit up there and say the Lord's going to take it? What do you think he got us down here for? To speak on these things and not just keep saying, well, it's all in the Lord's hand. The Lord uses us, men and women of God. First of all, to tell the world about reconciliation and then what's going on around them. Not to keep them focused on that, but just keep them updated or keep them aware. That's what I believe that God would want us men and women to be doing. Now, I'm not saying it's out of anger, 
I'm just saying as a frustration that when you send something to someone, either they know like they know everything, or they might say in a response that it's all in God's hand. And now I, you're not telling me nothing I already know. <laughs> you know, you're talking to the choir. You're not telling me nothing I already know. Well, so when this guy responded and others respond that way too, when he responded, I already know what's going on around the world. I already know the things that's going on around the world. So do I, but I'm not talking about the world. I'm talking about this particular topic. See, I'm talking about a, a particular topic that's rampant now. Illegal immigration, different things like that or whatever, you know, people come with the same response. Yeah, I heard that before. I heard this before. Yeah, but what do you think? What do you feel? Come on, let's talk. You don't think it's kind of strange these certain things or you just gonna be shala shala, whatever it is, whatever it is, ain't got nothing to do with me. And that's how a lot of the world look at it. I call that, yeah, you're gonna get caught with your tail stuck in your behind. That's the term I use back when I hear that from different people. You know, just like the situation in Chicago. What my black ethnic, you know, brothers and sisters, you know, not brothers for real, you know, I usually don't use that term. They got caught with their tails in their behinds. And now they see what's really going on with this party they keep voting in. I'm saying keep because someone will still vote for that party, which is the Democratic Party. They still, a lot of them still will do the same thing. Most of them, I'm not going to say most because I don't know. I hope it's a change. And they probably were saying the same thing, well, as long as it's not in my backyard, I'm not going to too much worry about these illegals. See, it seemed like it was okay, and I mentioned this before, when it was happening in Texas and California, places like that. The people in Chicago, black and white, you didn't hear nothing about it, or, you know, not openly anyway. I'm not saying everybody was forward, but I'm just, you know, I don't think nobody's really forward, but you didn't hear nothing about it because it was in another city. It wasn't in Chicago. It wasn't in Chicago, and it wasn't affecting the black people, or even some Latinos, you know, wasn't affecting them. Now you've got this big uproar now, and which is, it, it, it should be an uproar. I'm not taking that away. And you have this big uproar now of... They don't want them there. They don't want the illegal immigration there. They don't want all these people coming out of the city and everything. They're going to take from us. They're going to take what belongs to us. But even before that, and I know I'm going to rattle some people, make them upset. But before that, you was out there saying the same thing. What is the real motive? Because there's always a real motive with a lot of my black men and women. What is the real motive? Are you... Afraid that they're going to take certain resources that you think belong to you because according to your party, they won't give you nothing anyway. They give you a little taste of a few freebies. So what is these illegal immigrants taking from you? Or taking something that you never had or they wasn't planning on giving it to you anyway. I understand you saying you should have got it. And I agree. You know, not everybody, you should have got it, but they can't take nothing from you that you never had. It's just that, listen closely, you have been replaced. What they didn't want to give to you anyway, black people, they're giving it to their own pockets. 
you thought I was going to say illegal immigration. Now, they're giving it to their own pockets because they don't care about the illegals anyway. See? Yeah, they're using certain resources that should have been used for other things, but was y'all thinking about those other things before these illegals came? A lot of you was not. Was y'all thinking of, and I'm not saying all, because you have a group always talked up on that, but was y'all thinking about the, a lot of these empty buildings and stuff and everything like that before these illegals came over, now you want to claim it? Something that wasn't yours anyway? And you let them take it from you anyway. You let them take your neighborhood stores, you let the Arabs come in and the Indians come in, take your neighborhood stores in the neighborhoods. You let them just take it from you, and you wind up working for them just for a, a new square or a drink. Ouch. The, a lot of stuff that the blacks had, you gave it to other foreigners anyway. And they just built on it. See, I got to look at the whole picture. I got to look at the whole picture. So they're not really taking nothing from you that you never had anyway. You maybe heard lip surface, but you, there was never a promise that they was going to give it to you. Brandon Johnson Lightfoot ain't said that. Obama ain't said that. You just assumed because they black. You just assumed. <laughs> Both of these, you assumed. See. All right. Let me let me lay off a little bit. So I want you all to just think about that as black men, colored people, Latinos, you know, and stuff like that. Think about it in the next next coming elections and everything like that. Believers, that's part of the body of Christ. Think of these things and what I'm saying. You know, because we all guilty of a lot of this stuff. We gave up so much in our neighborhoods to foreigners. And I ain't got nothing against foreigners. But a lot of things we gave up, either on drugs or got out in the world or just gave it up for a few dollars. It happened in the South. They gave up a lot of blacks, sold a land for pennies to a Caucasian, to the white man. You do the same with foreigners and stuff like that. So a lot of things we gave up. We gave it to them. Now we want to claim it back. Now I'm not saying this is everybody. I'm not saying this is every black man. It's not even a majority. It's just that remnant. You gave it up. You gave up your neighborhoods. You gave up your neighborhood stores and a lot of these things. For a little dollar. For a little hit. For a freebie. Sold on a lot. That they was going to help you, which they never said you anyway. You just assumed. Real talk. Joseph Brownie, body of Christ, real talk. I'm going to end this with one more. Maybe, maybe a few more in the next coming episode. God bless you. Peace out. Love you all. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions. And it's because that occasional shave really hurts the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.